Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I'm your host here today. I am so lucky to serve as the president of the IAW community. And I love these conversations I get to have every single week with our influencer members. Today, we are in for a very special treat. I actually am really excited for this conversation because we're going to be talking all about PR and how to leverage visibility to help help get you further out into your into the world for for improved business success. I'm joined by Nina Daffe and she is the founder and CEO of the Far Above Ruby's Collection where she helps women go from stump to savvy about how to get PR for their businesses. She's an award-winning content marketer, copywriter and international speaker and has shared the stage with powerhouse women such as Danielle Scott, the volleyball Olympian and TEDx speaker and legendary Sally Ann Roberts, who's a former WWL-TV New Orleans news anchor. How cool is that? Um, Nina's been featured in Thrive Global, the TEDx blog, HuffPost, Bustle, Black Ballad, Mike, and more for her expertise. And we will have more information on how you can connect with Nina. We'll have her, her website, her social media linked up in the show notes. We'll talk about that a little later. But Nina, welcome. I I'm really excited to be talking about PR today because I think this is one of those topics that everyone's like, oh, I need that, but I don't, I don't know where, I don't know how. So obviously I I shared your bio, but I'd love to, to start us off with kind of your journey and how you got to the point where you founded your own company. Oh, I love that question. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I've been really excited to have this conversation with you. Um, yeah, so you can probably hear from my accent, born and bred in London. Um, my parents um came to England in the 80s from Nigeria. Um, and the reason why I say that is obviously it's a fact, but it also is a huge kind of factor in my journey um up till now as well. Um, you know, the Nigerian background is very traditional when it comes to to women. Um, it was also a Christian household as well. And so what that kind of ended up doing is I I saw a lot of women, unfortunately, end up in marriages where, you know, it wasn't the greatest for them. And there was, I think, because of that sort of um, economic inequality, some of them couldn't leave and all of those sorts of things. So, you know, I was a good Nigerian girl. I did what I was supposed to do. I went to school. I got a job, all of that sort of stuff. But by the time that I graduated, all of the questions about, well, when are you getting married and having kids kind of started? And I was a bit like, I don't know. based on what I've seen I don't know I'm kind of I'm taking my time and um again Christian household so there's a lot of you know it's not good that man should be alone and this is what you should be doing and so I kind of went on my own journey of originally just looking at the women of the bible and just kind of seeing whether I could find myself in there independent women strong women and surely there must be other women that kind of felt the same that then got me to um starting my blog far above rubies um and then about a year into that I got really kind of tired 
tide of its kind of slow growth. It didn't feel like I was reaching that many people. So that then began my PR journey, um, which is when I started basically learning how to do that. And I didn't realize that my love for writing or ability to pitch and get in places was a gift until people that I was actually on the course with were going, how are you doing that? And I was like, I'm I'm doing what they said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then just realizing actually not everybody enjoys that side of things. So people started asking me, you know, if they could borrow templates or some of my examples. And that's when I started to go, oh, actually, maybe this is something I could monetize. Maybe this is something that I could do. Um, and since then, it's literally become a, a coaching business where that's what I do. I teach women how they can use their voices to get themselves out there. Amazing. Amazing. And I, I love this because I think that there's so much opportunity when we show up authentically and use our voices. And I, I'm a big fan of this, but I, my personal experience and what I, I, I talk to a lot of women every day through the IAW community and people are so intimidated by it. It's like, they don't want to put it out there. They don't, they, they maybe know they have a story to share, but it's that, how do I actually get to the point where I'm comfortable enough to say, okay, here, here I am world. Here's everything I have. So one of the things, and I have, I have a whole list of questions and things we could talk about. And we could probably talk for hours about this, but we don't have that much time. So I will, I will make sure people know, like Nina does this for a living. So if any of this resonates and you feel connected, definitely reach out because she just said she coaches people on this and that's amazing. Um, so one of the things you talk about is getting PR ready. What do you mean by being PR ready? Yeah. So being PR ready is literally just the thing that you need to have or the, 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 the things that you need to have in place in order to actually make yourself attracted, attractive, sorry, to the people um, within the media. So if we think about, you know, when we get out of college or university, you know, we have our degrees, we have our CVs or resumes, and we talk about our skills and stuff. And that is hopefully what attracts people enough to us to want to interview us and actually want to see us and it's just a similar sort of thing and so in order to be PR ready I say that there are basically four pillars um, it's really about you know making sure that you have you know a website that is very clear about what it is that you do you know that it's not confusing that it's very clear at a glance what your skills and expertise are um, and then also just really making sure that you know when you do kind of reach out to people and stuff you're making it worth your while because I think a lot of the times we think about oh I've got to get out there and, and all of those sort of things but it's very easy to show up on another platform um, but then have people have no way of finding you again or you know joining your community and we hear all the time that when it comes to social media we don't own those platforms so you know we need to get on one to our email list and those sort of things and it's the same way with with PR basically so really just having those systems in place. I use the analogy of rowing with two oars. If you just have one, you just kind of spin around in circles. But if you have something in place to make yourself attractive, to actually become, you know, someone who wants to be um, on a platform, but also people want to, who, you know, want to join yours, then you put yourself in the best possible position. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, it's, it's funny. We just hosted a session with IAW this week, was it this week? Yeah, this week around um, 
the owning your digital presence, right? Like how to, how to actually review and assess your digital presence and make sure that what is out there for the world to see. So like one of the things I start with is what happens if you Google your name, right? Because if someone comes across you anywhere and they're like, oh, I want to learn more, but they, they don't necessarily have the link to your website or they don't see you on social, they're going to Google your name. Right. And, and what you, what do they see when that shows up? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I love what you said about making sure like they have ways to connect with you because we don't always think about the, how do we retain information, right? How do we actually get a contact into our funnel or into our list or into like, that's really important. And so many people overlook it. Yes, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> so I know that in, so I have a marketing background. So PR, PR is actually not an area I have very much experience, but when we talk about PR, there's a lot of myths and kind of misconceptions that people have about PR. And are there like, can you share maybe two of the most common myths that you hear and and how people can avoid them or overcome them? Absolutely. So I think the first one is PR is only for like an elite whether it just be like celebrities or celebrities within your particular industry. I get a lot of women who are very much like, oh, but no one will want to speak to little, little old me, you know, um, I'm not big enough for, for PR. And I think that is such a huge myth because as long as you are an expert, as long as you know your stuff, people, you, you are, you know, for lack of a better word, useful, you know, like you, you have something of value to add. Um, and I think the other, um, huge myth, which kind of ties into that a lot is, well, who would want to hear my story? Okay, fine. You've convinced me PR is good for me, but who would actually want to hear from me? And my thing is, I actually spoke about this, um, recently with one of my clients. I think the mistake that we make is, you know, we've, we're very forward looking. We have our goals and the things that we want to do. And we look at the people who are our role models it's like oh I'm not there so you know I can't be that good and what I advised her and what I would say to the people listening is really no stop looking forward and look back look back at the people that you can help up the people who are where you once were you know it, whatever you did to overcome it they want to know and so again your story your skills your expertise are valuable people are waiting to hear your story yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting that you you said, like, who would want to hear from me, right? What what does my story have to do? And one of the ways, this is something that has held me back a lot often is that, well, why me, right? What, what like, I, I take pride in my work. I love what I do in the community, but often I sit here and go, but does anyone, like, it, can my story actually have an impact? And what I've realized in especially, especially mentoring and coaching younger women is giving them, it's like, I feel so good if my story can help somebody else rise in their career or get further in their business. Like it, the, the internal satisfaction I get out of that is massive and, and it's, it's not difficult. Right. And suddenly it, it becomes, I do have a story. And when I share it, yes, I'm, I'm being vulnerable, right? There's things that maybe have happened that aren't that great and they're hard to talk about, but I can talk about either what I did to overcome or what I often it's what I wish I had done, <laughs> right? Like if I could go back and replay that situation, this is what I would have said. Um, but coaching women through that and helping them rise above, I think it's like when you think about how how do we make this world a better place? And when we all 
share those stories. And, and it's, and I love what you said about PR is not only for the super elite, right? It's anyone can have an impact through, through their story and through PR. Absolutely. Um, I love that. So do you find like when you, when you work with people or when you, when you talk about like, how do we, if somebody says, okay, I'm ready, I have my website ready. I have my story. I know what I want to talk about. Like, what's the starting point in terms of starting to to get a plan together to say, okay, well, I want more PR. What's, what's step one? What's step one? I love that question. Um, I think if you read any business book, any success book, they always start with goals, right? And PR is is no different. I think it's about starting with your goal in mind. Because again, I think going back to misconceptions, sometimes people think, oh, just by being visible is, you know, what is going to do it, whether it's making more money, et cetera, et cetera. But you actually have to go in there with your goal in mind and then kind of like work backwards. So just knowing what you your um why is and what your goal is do you want to like I said increase revenue are you just looking to be more visible do you want more leads have that in mind and then you can go from there and once you know okay this is what I want it then becomes clear okay these these are the sort of platforms perhaps that I need to be targeting or where I need to show show up or these are this is who I need to speak to so get a very clear why a very very clear picture and then um, start to think about okay how do I begin to execute that we're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women we talk a lot about the challenges women face and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. Whenever I talk to people about any kind of visibility opportunity, any kind of putting yourself out there, I always start with goals. And and a lot of like I the digital world has made it so easy to to put content out, right? In terms of social media, it's so easy to start a channel. It's so easy to build a website, whatever. And I find that people just jump in and start pushing, but yeah. they have they haven't set really clear goals. And yeah. it's just like, well, what are you actually trying to achieve? Yeah, because if you if you start with your goal in mind, then you can build around making sure that you're always tying back to that goal. Whereas if you're just kind of like, I I call it spray and pray, right? It's like, (laughs) let me just like, let me throw as much out there as I can and see what sticks. And then you, nothing sticks. And then you get really overwhelmed. And then you say, this isn't working and you give up. And (laughs) it's- I think 
along with that as well is as you were speaking it's like it helps you to be selective too like not only that like just not burning yourself out instead of because I know when I first started that was one of the mistakes that I made I was saying yes to everything and then I like you said I got so overwhelmed and so burnt out that I was like oh man I you know I don't want to do this anymore when actually if I'd had goals in mind I would have known well actually no that's not going to serve you no you don't need to do this you don't need to do that so I think that's a really great thing that you just said as well like the goals also are protection mechanism too you know right I mean that's that's <laughs> women like to say yes to everything right it's oh yeah. really <laughs> no and if somebody's like hey I want to feature you on this platform that might sound really cool and exciting but if I am gonna, if you're a finance expert and they're trying to feature you on a tech platform, is are you actually gonna benefit from it? It might be a good experience, yeah. but are you actually gonna benefit from it? And when you think about the investment of time and preparation and everything that you need to go through, um, if you can tie back to your why and say, yeah. you know, I just don't think this is the right opportunity. Um, the the correct the the right opportunities will come. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it can be hard to say no. Yeah. <laughs> it can be hard to say no. So in terms of the the I want to go back to the the myths that we talked about in terms of the who would want to hear from me. Right. How do I how do you how how do you recommend people overcome? Because often those there's limiting beliefs there. Right. Where something has happened along the way or we have we have something in our heads that's telling us we're not good enough. There might be some imposter syndrome. So how can we overcome some of those limiting beliefs to to actually get ready to go out? Because there's there's the other part of appearing with confidence, mm-hmm. right? Because it's you want to be authentic, you want to be confident. And so how do we overcome the limiting beliefs part of this? Yeah, no, and and to be honest with you, I think that's the hugest part. Like you can have all the skills in the world and all of the expertise in the world, but if you don't have you that if you don't feel that you've actually got something of value to share or that you can, then that's just gonna be the thing that holds you back the most. And so in my own journey and also, you know, with my clients, I give them um journaling prompts and tools that they can use. Um my favorite one is the five one technique um which is basically like i'm gonna say for example you say um i am afraid to pitch myself you literally would just ask yourself why like five times to get down to the root of exactly where that came from so it might be i'm afraid to pitch myself because i'm afraid that they'll reject me you know because when i feel rejection it takes me back to when i was a little girl and someone did do you know what i mean and when you can make it go right down to the root in that way um it it basically helps you to overcome it you know it helps you to go to then start asking other questions. Am I still that person? Am I still that little girl? Is that likely to happen in that situation? Is it actually true? You know, and once you can kind of come face to face with your fears or your limiting beliefs in that way, it helps you to, to uh, speaking for myself, my limiting beliefs tend to make me um, freeze and get stuck, you know? So it just kind of helps you to move forward. I once did an interview for Black Ballad with a cognitive behavior therapist. 
And she talked about how the next step from that is um, then to actually get feedback, to actually do the thing that you are afraid of and test your theory. So you say, if I pitch, they are going to reject me. Okay, let's test that. Send the pitch, see if it actually happens. And then once you have that feedback, you can then kind of make tweaks and things like that. So um, just to say from that, yes, the journaling is great, but then it's then also about putting things into action so you can make the tweaks to get the results you want as well. Right. Wow. That, you know, I, I've never heard it explained as the five whys, but this, when, when I talk about imposter syndrome a lot and, and the, like, how do we overcome imposter syndrome? Right. And, Mm -hmm. and I, I have some examples from early in my career that I know that those are the reasons that I have imposters. Like it's, it's the, the idea that like, there were certain things that happened, certain things that people said, and I know that that's why I sometimes get in my head and I think I'm not good enough. And I, I'll go back to that point and have like, there's, there's one man in particular that impacted me massively in a negative way in my career. And I'll go back and and have conversations with that. Like, it's like, yeah. And then the, but also taking that step, right. Taking that next step of, well, if I don't try, I'm never going to know. Right. I don't, if I don't, deliver the pitch. I'm actually never going to know if it worked or not. Absolutely. What do I have to lose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that I know I simplified that massively, but it's, it's, it's true. That, yeah. That is what it comes down to in the end. Like sometimes <laughs> it just kind of feels like punching ghosts. Like you've got these fears you know, that seems so real in the moment, but when you actually just do what you said and just simplify it, you realize it's actually, it's not as kind of mountainous and insurmountable as you make it up in your head that it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. I, I, I mean, there's a lot that lives up in our heads that, that I think it's almost like you have to trick yourself to take that first step. You have to just be like, you know what, today's the day I'm going to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about kind of the community behind you for that, because personally, I have found when there's people around me where I I have people where I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. I'd love your feedback. What do you think? Can you support me? It yeah. just helps, right? To to know that, like, even if I fail, like, it, I have people surrounding me that Absolutely. that are going to keep encouraging. Um. So I want to, there's, there's, I have so many things we could talk about, but we are limited on time. I like to keep our episodes 25 to 30 minutes so that they're easy listens. Um, But one of the tips that you had in in the stuff that you submitted had to do with networking and especially with what we call like the influencers or the gatekeepers within an industry. So what are some of the common mistakes that you see people make when networking? And I guess the the flip of that is how how can people avoid those mistakes as well? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it goes back to that idea again of little old me. Who wants to hear my story? Who am I? You know, and so sometimes we can come up against, you know, um, gatekeepers, editors, who whoever it is within the industry. And once again, just feel, be so intimidated by their titles and who they are. But the fact of the matter is that people are people. They all have wants, they all have needs, and they all have desires. And so it is really just about, in an authentic 
way, seeing how you can meet those things. And it can really be as simple as following them on your social media platform of choice. And even just those posts, for example, where they say, oh, comment this, you know, or, oh, I've been thinking about this, you know, could you tell me what you think? Just even beginning to differentiate yourself from people and making yourself visible by actually commenting or, you know, if you're on their email list, responding back and all of those sorts of things. It really is just about, for me, building friendships. And that's how I think about networking, even with people who seem to be higher up than us, right? I think sometimes networking can be intimidating because we think of it, uh, first of all, as a dirty word. Um, and then also, secondly, um, we can approach it from inauthentic ways. But I think that if you are actually just trying to build connection with people because you genuinely think they're cool or because you actually genuinely, this would be the sort of person you would want to hang out with in real life anyway, then that just makes it a whole lot easier. So really just keeping in integrity with yourself, I think is the main thing. So not one of the mistakes then that we see is people just being like, I'm just going to talk to and rub shoulders with any and anyone, whether it feels good to me or not. Um, and then I think another mistake again is thinking that you can't add value or that you can't actually be somebody who, um, you know, first of all, they would want to be friends with and therefore, you know, leverage into maybe a feature or something like that. Right. Right. I, I love your perspective of like, it's, it's about making friends, right. And if we approach it more about the, it doesn't have to be best friends, right. It doesn't have to be the, the ladies night out friend. It can be the yeah. career it can be the the business owner friend it can be the but when you when you shift your mindset to just really expanding your community of people mm-hmm. and, and taking the oh i have to show up and sell myself or i have to show up and make an impression but really i mean and this this i'm fascinated by people and culture and religion and i've i've lived all around the world and so that somebody once said to me oh you're so good at this i'm like i don't I don't necessarily love walking into a room where I don't know anybody. I not something that I'm comfortable with, but I have figured out strategies to make it work. And one of those things is really just taking a genuine interest in other people (laughs) and, and approaching it from a, who are you? What do you do? How can I help you? uh, Yeah. And it doesn't have to feel icky. It doesn't have to feel pressure. It, It just can be this, this natural, authentic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing the long game as well. Like even if you think about like your best friendships, you know, they developed over time. And so, yes, you might have a goal in mind in terms of, oh, I would love to be on this person's platform or do this or do that. But just kind of don't make that the urgent thing or the thing that you lead with, like have that at the back of your mind and just let it naturally develop. Because I think one of my favorite things about PR is that yes, you get the visibility and yes, you know, you you get to meet cool new people, but the friendships and the relationships that come out of it are always for me, my favorite part, you know, of the whole thing. Absolutely. I love that. So before we wrap up here, I want to make sure our listeners know where to find you online. So we've got your, this will all be linked up in the show notes so people can easily click and find you, but we've got your website far above rubies collection.com and you're on Facebook and Instagram at far above rubies collection as well. So if you feel inclined, go, go check out Nina's website. She's got 
awesome things she does around PR and helping you leverage PR for business success and, and getting your message out in the world. I think it's, if, if this is an area where like, oh, I want to start doing this, but I don't know how, Nina's here to help you, right? And so um, reach out because that's the other thing is if you feel intimidated by it, having somebody who's helping you through the process can be really, really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, Nina, I want to say thank you for being here today. I love chatting with you. As we as we wrap up here, can you share any final words of advice or any any final kind of tips that that you want to leave our our listeners with today? Oh, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I've really, really enjoyed our chat. Uh, I hope it's been useful to anyone who's been listening. I think my final words of advice um, would really be just to drill down on the fact that, look, you really do have a story and it is significant. You would be so surprised the amount of people that you help just by being you. And the thing that we take for granted sometimes is ourselves, is our story, is our experiences. But you'll soon find that as you share it, you know, you'll have people that resonate with it or identify with it and you realize oh okay no actually I can make an impact and I am here for a reason and so my advice would be just to start take the steps you know kind of form it into habit so it's not so intimidating and you'll be able to look back and go oh wow I did all of that (laughs) you know Amazing. Great way to wrap us up, Nina. Thank you so much for being here to all our listeners. Thank you as well. If you have questions, comments, feedback, anything you want to share, please definitely do so on the platforms or reach out to us directly. We always love hearing from our listeners. Um, I hope you all have a great day ahead and we will see you back here next week with a new episode. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.